Hey everyone, welcome back to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Grace. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. And I'm Lauren. And today we have a pretty fun episode planned. Uh, For the most part, Rice and Shine, we cover big and broad topics, but for this one, we're going to focus in on one specific incident that happened over TikTok recently. Do you guys know Axel Weber? Yes, I do know Axel Weber. Not personally. (laughs) (laughs) okay um so most of us well all of us know who axel weber is we're gonna get more in depth about him but basically how this all started was ava and i were talking about axel weber ava and i always talk about juilliard and music schools and i always joke around about how you know she's gonna become a broke musician yeah a broke musician uh which is all jokes she's gonna be very successful but It's very common for musicians and especially college students who are studying music to be on the poorer side. Not not to like generalize everybody, but music school costs a lot. And we all know that the music industry is very, very tough to break into. Okay, so Axel Weber is 21 years old and his entire TikTok page is about how he moved to New York City. He's on his own and his apartment is tiny basically the size of one bedroom i think he has a bathroom uh he doesn't have a washer and dryer so i know in one he of also his doesn't TikToks, have a bathroom there's a communal bathroom at like the end of his hallway oh, really it's a communal bathroom uh-huh okay so <laughs> it's just a room not a room with a bathroom so it's even smaller than we can imagine um he has a bunk bed that's pretty much it he has two mattresses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um And yeah, it's really interesting to see how he lives because he gets his food for really cheap and uh, he takes his TikTok audience on these little journeys where he like buys food and where he washes his clothes and all of that. He shows Mm -hmm. his like daily lifestyle and it's really interesting to watch. And I think the reason why he has so many fans and why so many people like him is because he's super, super positive and he's funny about it. Like, when you watch his TikToks and he's in this tiny little apartment, he's not complaining about it. He's like, oh, you know, welcome to our home. So I was really inspired by him because he's such a funny and positive person. And even in his small little apartment, he's not complaining about the size of it. Um, He's like, oh, guys, this is my home. Like, I'll give you a tour. And it's honestly really fun to watch. So Axel gained a couple million followers. In a really short amount of time. In a very short amount of time. Um, And, well, the reason why Axel lives in New York is because he's trying to pursue a career as an actor, which is really cool. And it's very, very common. I know there are a lot of aspiring actors who live in New York City. So it's nothing out of the blue. But what makes him special is the fact that he has a very, very large audience. And he has a ton of fans. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the reason why he, like, had a breakthrough is because of the really realistic view on, like, living in New York. Mm. So a lot of people were like, oh, thanks for showing, like, the reality of what it's like being poor. Um, And that's also where a bit of controversy started. Yeah. A lot of times, if you're on TikTok, you've at least seen one New York City vlog where it's, like, some girl in her 20s with a ton of cash 
like walking around New York City buying a seven dollar latte mm-hmm. and like taking the subway in her really cool outfit and she's walking around checking out museums and it's so romanticized mm-hmm. um it seems very glamorous but axel's tiktok like you said it's very realistic um and yeah i honestly really enjoyed his content the reason why we're talking about him today is actually because this tiktok creator went from being on the face of tiktok to being on the face of the new york times and this all happened because he auditioned for juilliard and if you don't know what juilliard is you're probably living under a rock um me personally i've heard of juilliard my entire life it's one of the biggest music schools one of the most prestigious one of the Mm -hmm. most prestigious um but i think ava should talk about this because she's the actual musician here yeah, it's an incredibly prestigious conservatory. It has an incredibly low acceptance rate, and it's just such a coveted image. Like, you think about, like, music and, like, going into the music industry. You think of, like, Juilliard, Carnegie Hall, like, Curtis Institute. All of those names are super, like, sought after and, like, just really well-known in the music industry. Gracious search it up, and it has a 7.6% acceptance rate. So, very selective. yeah. And we can imagine that it's already so, so hard for really, really good trained actors to get into Juilliard. Um, And I think the main problem here is the fact that none of us actually know how good of an actor Axel is. So we didn't really, um, I guess we weren't able to tell how good he was. I've I've heard that those who have seen his audition tape um, have said it's not great. Um, and I've heard that he also has no previous acting experience. Mm, and so see, see. on the video where he revealed that he didn't make it into Juilliard, a lot of the comments were like, well, you're an inexperienced actor. Like, what did yeah. you expect? But there's also another part of his audience that mm. got, like, really heated about this since he developed, like, a cult-like following. Yeah. That, like, really loved this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... um. That's kind of one of the main reasons we're talking about this is because of the way it like affected Juilliard musicians mm. um, after he didn't make it into the school. Yeah. So what happened was he got rejected from Juilliard, um, which is nothing like crazy. Right. Thousands of people get rejected from Juilliard. It's common. Um, but like Sophie said, he has a very large following and they all got really mad. So they started um I guess, using social media to push out the message, like, let Axel in, let Axel in. And it wasn't just on TikTok. It was also on YouTube, like Sophie mentioned. Um, In the comments of any Juilliard video on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to see at least, I guarantee you, five comments about Axel now. Um, It was trending everywhere, and he even got on the New York Times. We don't have the article pulled up right now. We can but we will also link it in the episode description. But before we start talking about the article and the details and our opinions, this is where I'm going to add the formal disclaimer. Axel seems like a really cool person. Like I said before, I love his energy and I think his TikTok is great. I think it's funny. We're not really talking about him uh, himself and we know that in the grand scheme of things, he didn't do anything wrong. It was more social media 
and the audience and the millions of people around the world who kind of caused this. Um, and again, we all think Axel is great. So this is not any hatred towards him. Please do not send any hatred towards him. Um, there's already a lot going on on the internet. There's a lot going on in our world. And this isn't something we need to spend a lot of time on. But I thought that it would be a really good episode to make. Mm-hmm. And I think um, an important thing to note in this article um, about Axel he said, I do appreciate all the responses, but people are absolutely tearing them to shreds. I'm grateful, but we don't have to bash Juilliard. I want to spread positivity. So, though I don't think he, like, intended yeah. for his video to have this effect, um, his followers are kind of crazy. Out of control. Out of control. Yeah. It's really insane to see, like, one of the most, or some of the most talented musicians ever getting, like, hated on in the comments just because mm-hmm. Axel didn't make it into the school. And I don't think that's valid. I don't think that that's, like, reasonable at all. And I think it's a really interesting situation to talk about, about, like, how the internet has an effect on someone's career a lot. So I remember I was scrolling through some TikToks about the Axel Weber situation, and the TikToks were showing all of the comments that Axel Weber stands left um, underneath these uh, videos of musicians from Juilliard. And I sent them to Ava. I, I actually was it no, you I who think sent it? Was, I okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ava sent it to me, and one of the comments was like, "This sounds like nails on a chalkboard," and it was a performance of this violinist, and that is not okay. Mm-hmm. In general, nobody would dare to say something like that because if you're a musician, even if you're not a musician. You know that it takes so much time and dedication and hard work. And that musician probably prepared for, like, what? How many hours do you think? Too many. Too many to get those comments. Like, it was insane. They were saying... I know a lot of comments said, like, oh, like, I acknowledge that she's, like, super good. She's a great musician, but let Axel in. And that was, like, I don't know. That just left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I know they're saying, like, oh, yeah, she's great and all. But the way they have to, like, detract from her performance and put the focus onto Axel when she's yeah. putting so much effort she's got is just She's nothing to do with his acceptance. Yeah. Like, like, I'm so confused. Yeah, they're just, like, flaming so many great musicians and all for just one person who didn't get in. Like, uh, people did that every time they didn't get into, like, an amazingly selective college. Like, that'd be insane, you know? And, I mean, the things they say aren't things they would, like, say to the musician. Mm-hmm. Like, if they knew them in person. Mm-hmm. Like... Let's say, like, the way I picture it is, like, they're sitting down at some concert, and after, they just, like, go up, and they're like, you sound so bad. You sound like nails on a chalkboard. It's probably (laughs) someone who doesn't know that much about what they're talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. I could see that happening if it's, like, you know in the movies how there's, like, that archetype of, like, the parent who's, like, really intent, like, the, or, like, the, like, teacher who's, like, this sounds so bad. Practice it again. Like, you know, that kind of Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. But that's the only instance where I could see someone, like, actually saying that to the musician's face Mm, because Juilliard is so, like, special and it takes so much to get in, like everyone was saying. And it's also important to note that these Axel Weber stands, I'm using air quotes because, you know, we all know that real fans wouldn't try to hurt Axel Weber, Uh, but they're not doing him any good. It's actually doing more harm because the thing is, 
he's gonna get blacklisted from like yeah. every single performing arts college because Juilliard essentially got canceled and no other university wants that to happen to them so he's probably not gonna get into a really good school anytime soon I don't think this kind of response would ever do anyone any good like I don't his acting performance doesn't change regardless of the amount of hate you give to this school that that's not going to change their reaction because he still like has the same acting skills as he did before it doesn't make any sense and I don't understand what they're trying to get from this like if they hate on Juilliard enough will they let him in no absolutely Mm -hmm. not that's probably going to make it even worse because then it's going to show like bias if they let him in or something I don't know how college works but (laughs) yeah because it's a like However many followers versus a full institution that goes back however many years with their, like, dean and, like, every single, like, administrative person in Juilliard. Like, those people have so much more power than, like, people online do is the thing. Mm -hmm. But that's why it's weird to see that Juilliard, like, got canceled. Um, Just to kind of use Ava as an example. So Ava is a musician. And she's also one of my best friends. And I've single-handedly seen how much work and effort Ava has put in. I've heard her play. I've literally talked with her about how much she practices. And the thing with Ava is she's super, super humble. Yet I know all of her um, achievements and all of that. It didn't come with ease. She put in so much work. And I can't stress that enough. Um, She and I always used to joke around about 5 a.m. morning routines. We both got up at 5 a.m., but she was practicing, and I was using that time to finish up the homework that I didn't do. So that just goes to show you how much work she put in. But the thing is, let's say in the future, if she were to get rejected from a huge college or whatever, I wouldn't do this, right? Like, I wouldn't go out of my way to hate on the college. I would just be like... Wow, Ava, that's so sad. Now go study chemistry. Like, go pursue something else. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, like, even I wouldn't hate. And I would be so passionate for Ava. So why are these fans that have, A, never seen him act, B, don't know him in person, why are they so angry over this? Is I I don't get it. I think that just really goes to show the power of not only social media, Mm -hmm. but the power of charisma. Because you guys were all talking about, like, how, like, positive he was. How, like, he was able to draw in all these viewers so quickly. Mm -hmm. I think it shocked his audience to see him, like, not charismatic anymore. So that may have been something. I remember seeing his video, and I, I was a little hurt. But then again, we don't actually know this guy. Maybe he's a really good actor, and he's been acting this whole time. We don't even know. What if he's in Juilliard right now? What if he's scamming us? What if this was a PR stunt? I mean... It's embarrassing. Imagine the first time you're ever, like, on the New York Times. It's not for something you did. It's not for an achievement. It's literally because you didn't get into a school and your fans on the internet got mad. Like, that's Mm -hmm. so embarrassing for him. So why can't they just stop? Can we talk about the fact that if he wants to become an actor, how many actors that are super, super famous, went to Juilliard. I only know one, Adam Driver. And I bet there are a ton, but these A-list celebrities... That's true. They didn't Mm -hmm. just go to school and train, train, train. They went out and they acted and they got the experience. Like, 
I'm sure he can, like, go audition yeah. for something. I mean, I think that also, like, how you're talking about him, like, de-romanticizing New York, he himself could de-romanticize Juilliard. When I say him de-romanticizing Juilliard for himself, I mean, that's not, like, a direct attack. That's not me being like, oh, he should have more realistic goals. That's just saying in general. I think we as a society put too much pressure on college. And I think that really just applies to us here, just to bring it back to this very room. We're all so stressed about getting into college when I think, just like the actor example, you learn a lot from not college and like life experiences. Mm -hmm. An epigram, a very famous one, says, don't let your education get in the way of your learning. And it's a paradoxical saying, which basically implies that you can learn a lot outside of school. And I think that applies to Axel Weber in this case. I'm sure you can that get tons of good That was a very good experience. reference. Yeah. Plus 10 for Sophie. Although Axel Weber is definitely not going to Juilliard, he did get a modeling contract. And it's a really big one. And I know most agencies, I'm pretty sure it was, was it Ford or was it Elite? No, no, no. It was, it was the Society. Wait, yeah, let me pull up his... Wait, I'm looking at it right okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so the Society, it's a huge huge agency and it's really great that he got signed i think it's really cool um he has an agent now and he's definitely getting going somewhere yeah, 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 like he's going somewhere uh which is great and all but i'm not sure if this is the best way to get there i agree i think the way i think of it is like if he didn't have his platform and didn't have such like a tragic backstory it makes Tragic. me wonder <laughs> if it would have the same outcome because it's like, did they just sign him because he's like a well-known face or because he has talent in modeling? A ton of models go into acting, so maybe he can do that. And also, I'm not quite sure about this. I can't believe I don't know this, but there is a difference between talent agencies and modeling agencies. And I'm not quite sure if the society is a talent agency But basically, if you're in a talent agency, you can pursue both acting, modeling. I don't really know what else, but you can (laughs) you can do all of that. Uh, Whereas a modeling agency is well, I'm not actually sure how tall Axel is, but yeah, if he's like six two, then he could be a model. Yeah, but I think he's five nine. Okay, so So he could be, he can be um, like a commercial model then. So he is a well-known face. He is a well-known face. So he can do like commercial modeling, which is basically just like ads. And he could be a beauty model, which Mm -hmm. is only your face. He could be a parts model, which is like certain parts of your body. Um, Probably not a runway model because you do have to be quite tall as a male model. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to get at is he has a ton of opportunities now and the real question is is it fair definitely not is what i'm thinking like if they're choosing him for his talent then that makes sense but if they're just choosing him because he got this advantage above other people because of his like his luck with social media seems a bit unfair to the other models Mm -hmm. um or potential actors that have more talent say than him but he gets chosen over them because he's famous. And I guess part of that doesn't... Well, okay. Part of that seems fair. Because, like, you want famous people, right? 
Like if you yeah, advertise yeah, yeah, yeah. and model yeah. with a famous person, like you're probably going to get more sales because of his like cult like following. But it still feels unfair to me. And it kind of felt really weird seeing him get that opportunity right after he got hard rejected exactly. from another like opportunity. Also, if so, so Sophie just said that Axel Weber stands, it's almost like a cult following. And if you're bothered by that, think about this. We constantly say that K-pop is like a cult and how K-pop stands are like a cult. There's not much of a difference here. A, K-pop stands, we don't know. <laughs> we, because <laughs> that's us. We're the K-pop stands. Yeah. We don't know the K-pop idols. We like their work, but that's about it. We cross up, not we. I'm so sorry. I keep saying <laughs> we. We don't do this. Uh, K-pop stands, crazy K-pop stands, cross the line when they start becoming obsessive, when they start hating on other people. And these K-pop stars, they're probably really cool people that worked really hard to get there, but their lives are basically ruined because, for example, uh, one of my favorite groups is BTS, but here in America, if you say BTS, you're not exactly going to be praised for your music taste, let's just say that. And nope. the reason why people kind of have this prejudice is not because of their music. It's because of the fans. Mm -hmm. So just think about that for a second. And I think all of this can kind of relate. And at the end of the day, it's just social media. Mm -hmm. We can't really know anything or everything. So it's important to keep that in mind and, you know, keep your reactions in check. I still think his content is really cool. Yeah, I can't same. think of it the same way because all of his comments are like, so sorry you didn't get into Juilliard. We're working on it right now. Like, guys, That's I'm, not I think he's moving on. That sounds like the military. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, he's moving on. He's figuring it out himself. He's, like, going to be fine. And I still think it's really cool that he, like, shows what it's like on the street markets, like getting cheap food and... Um, things like that. But I also know some people are upset about him kind of like glorifying being poor, which is which is so weird. But I kind of understand where they're coming from in the sense that like he's getting famous off of like the idea of being poor. And yeah. I think that's really interesting. What I heard is he's not dirt poor, but the reason why he's living in an apartment that's the size of a shoebox is because he wants to be independent and try mm -hmm. to make it on its on his own. And I think that I think that's pretty noble, pretty honorable. Yeah. I also want to mention that when he got rejected from Juilliard, he made a TikTok about it. That's kind of what started this entire thing. But when he got rejected, a singer-songwriter named Charlie Puth, he duetted or he didn't duet, but I think he like left a couple comments, then he made his own video. And it was basically like, hey, I also got rejected from Juilliard, but I ended up going to... Did he go to Berkeley? Oh, was that Charlie Poof? Yeah, did he go to Berkeley? Oh my god. He went to a music school, and it was really good. But he was talking about how um, rejection is a normal thing. And honestly, it was super, super inspiring. And I used to listen to Charlie Poof all the time, so I was also inspired by I that. I mean, who didn't? I mean, it's really interesting to think about, like, what his life would have been if he didn't have that situation going Ooh, for that's him. that's a good point. Mm -hmm. And, like, if he, like, didn't make those videos, if he would have still, like, continued to live in his, like, 
current situation if he would have if he put those videos up still but didn't disclose that he got rejected from Juilliard like how that would have gone like would he have gotten that modeling contract we don't know so I think it just leaves a lot of like what ifs yeah it's a really unique situation and it's really interesting to like study it's really interesting to think about uh I want to do an entire episode about this but basically how it works is most people well, I wouldn't say most, but some people, they find something that they really, really like and they pursue it and they pursue it and they pursue it. And then sometimes they make it. Whereas these people that blow up on TikTok or other social media platforms, what happens is they blow up first and then they go and try to find what they like. Mm-hmm. So you see these huge, huge TikTok stars. They're coming out with music videos. They're coming out with makeup brands. Uh, they're dancing, they're acting, they're doing all of this stuff. And to us, we are just like, what in the world are they doing right now? Like, they're clearly bad at it, and it's so embarrassing. But at the same time, it's like this huge paradoxical mm-hmm. um, type of thing. And we'll do a whole other yeah. uh, thing about this. But I think that situation doesn't really apply to Axel because he wanted to become an actor. Um So I guess we'll just see how it goes, and maybe one day we'll be able to interview him and talk to him. But for the most part, I think it's safe to say that he doesn't want to spread hate. Nobody should be spreading hate on someone else's behalf. Um, And yeah, that's just kind of the final message. Like, don't spread hate. There's no reason to go out of your way to do those things. And he probably doesn't like it either. And then Ava, as a musician, you can wrap us up. I think... (laughs) Sort of the big thing that popped out to me was just, like, how you deal with failure and everything. Like, obviously, he had a pretty, like, you know, pretty rational, like, reaction. It's his fans that, like, kind of took everything out of proportion. But in general, like, you're going to deal with so much failure in your life. Like, I don't know. There's so much failure. That sounds really cynical. But failure is inevitable. But you shouldn't let it, like, bog you down. Because do you know how many, like, professional orchestral musicians... And just musicians in general have dealt with failure. Like every orchestral audition, you probably failed at least like 20, 30 of them. There's so many of them. But you just got to keep on trying, you know? Positivity. (laughs) That's so out of character. So on that positive note, that's where we're going to wrap it up. In the future, we're obviously going to do more episodes about social media, more episodes about college, all of that. But we just wanted to touch on this huge thing that happened recently. If you like this episode, you're probably going to like our other episodes. So make sure to check those out. We are on all podcast platforms, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You know it. We're on all of them. Um, We're also on Instagram, at Rice and Shine Podcast. If you guys are into social media, like we just talked about, um, you guys can check us out there. And we actually post, um, or we're actually going to post more content and you'll be able to see our faces. Uh, we're trying to be more active. So please go check that out. And last but not least, if you guys are ever lonely and you guys want to talk or send us episodes, suggestions, whatever it is, we're always down to email. So if you guys want to shoot us an email, our email is riceandshinepod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.